gentlemen it is i the microphone messiah joined by bullet cast of the bank brandon tanguma it's just the two of us today um like the old days you know do you do you enjoy when it's just the two of us it's a great time you know we're we're back the more things change the more things stay the same philip yes 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 i uh, got a lot to talk about this week big week big week uh let's get into it so uh it's the one thing that did happen on the smackdown go home to crown jewel B-Fab start, wanted to talk to Bobby Lashley. The Street Profits were like, oh, okay. Uh, everybody's been talking about, you know, uh, Bianca Belair joining this faction and then, you know, with Jade Cargill signing with the company. B-Fab, that's something that uh, nobody had been talking about. And honestly, it's different, and I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, with the, you know, I think she's she's an okay personality. Um, if she were to join whatever the name of Lashley and the Street Profits thing is going to be, if there is even going to be a name, I think she, uh, you know, adds a nice dynamic. So I'm I'm not opposed to it. She can be like the, uh, oh my God, I, uh, Alexa Lopez to the uh, Legado del Fantasma back in the day, back in NXT days. Possibly, possibly. Could she be, you know, the, the, the Sherry Martel to their Harlem Heated Jays? Maybe, I, I mean. And that just popped in my head. I don't know why I said that one. Um, yeah. Or, or what uh, what, what uh, Zelina is the LWO? Yeah, but I mean, Zelina is kind of more of a wrestler who happens, you know, she she's a, not like a full-blown equal, but, you know, she's like a wrestler in the group. I think B-Fab kind of works better as like that Sherry Martel, kind of a manager, kind of a manager valet. valet. And she can cipher, too. I've, I've heard the raps, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Outside the ring, NXT lands a new home. It will no longer be on the USA Network as of, I believe, October of next year, 2024. It will land on the CW44 Cable 12. That's you know, the thing for the Bay. Shout out. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, WWE, you know, that's why big stars have been popping up. You know, where Dominic has the North American title while Becky had the women's title to get a big uh, TV deal like this. And, you know, congrats to them. Uh, it's, I think what the CW is in, what a hundred million homes in, in the country. So that's a huge plus. Um, yeah, man, uh, wrestling on the CW. I know they've had like, they've had wow. Um, and, uh, the NWA was supposed to go to the CW, but then, you know, on NWA's pay-per-view, they had somebody snorting cocaine. So the, the CW said, uh-uh, we don't want none of that. Shout out the sinister minister. Yes. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on NXT going to the CW, man? Um, it's a it's a big deal. Uh, I think with SmackDown, SmackDown moving to USA Network, I, I we we probably could have thought out that the USA was going to keep everything. Like it was, WWE is going to be shaking up a lot in the fall of twenty twenty four. So 
I wouldn't be shocked if Raw moves somewhere, if it's like to an ESPN or even to some sort of Warner property. But uh, I mean, I haven't honestly thought about the CW since um, SmackDown was on there, you know, back in the day. And apparently they're kind of. When was SmackDown of, on the CW? Like UPN and CW is kind of like the same thing. It kind of evolved. But um, they're. I guess they're kind because of, I don't really watch CW to be honest, but I guess they're kind of evolving into kind of like a sports type of channel where they're doing, you know, live golf. They're doing some college football stuff. They're doing like the second, you know, the lower level NASCAR races. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's good for them. And, you know, as you said, CW, I mean, all time bag fumble. Like I, I we still don't know exactly what was going on in terms of like. If NXT was, you know, if NWA was going to be on CW, was NXT going to be there too? But I mean, this is kind of right up there, honestly, with like the Eric, Eric Coolis incident in ECW with the pay-per-views. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's interesting, um, you know, C- CW, I mean, it's a nice property. I mean, they were really uh, heavy on like the, the dramas with your Arrow and your Flash and things like that. And, uh, you know, the pandemic hit, the money dried up and everything like that. And what I think their biggest show is all American right now. And honestly, there's crossover potential. I mean, I could see trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes going to, for an episode or two to play a jock or something. I mean, when SmackDown was on sci-fi, you saw edge crossover on a couple of those shows on, on that network. Uh, so this is, you can see, uh, like Tiffany Stratton, go play a sorority, uh, um, uh, person on uh, all american and things like that so there's crossover potential which is nice and uh you know throw chase you on all american that's a that's a home run uh and within itself uh yeah so i mean congrats to them man i'm excited to see what can happen uh and how they're gonna uh move forward i don't know how long the deal is exactly but uh, this is a huge this is a huge win for them and then news broke after we had released our episode rick flair has signed a multi-year deal with all elite wrestling uh, we always thought Flair, you know, such a WWE lifer and everything that he did for the company and Vince did for him and yada, 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 with Charlotte being a top star there and has been for the last few years. Um, you just thought he would, you know, stay there uh, and pop in and out. But, you know, that he hasn't really been on TV. I mean, his last what really recurring active thing was when he was running with Orton a couple of years ago during the pandemic, which I thought was really cool and they should have done more with. But, uh, yeah, Nate's just going to be sticking around in AEW. You think we're getting a Ric Flair? I mean, I saw something that like he's cleared to wrestle. I didn't like click on the link or whatever, but I I listened. uh, I listened to what he uh, the Breakfast Club. He's on the Breakfast Club. Shout out Charlemagne the God, and uh, you know he said he feels fine. He said he could wrestle. You know, Uh, yes. Look, man. I mean, it's an interesting deal. Uh, you know, but and also like just technically speaking, because I guess there's some sort of like workaround with his woo energy drinks to where they're yeah. paying a majority of the contract. So AEW is not on the hook for that much. It's kind of like a brand partnership type deal for possibly like merchant stuff. But I mean, it's a weird thing. I mean, I don't, I don't when he know, brought man. him out for Sting. Put him with Max. But, Put him with MJF. But, but then also like when, you know, Tony Khan is out there on twitter getting on his high horse talking about the indiscretion sexual you know things that vince has done i mean rick isn't immune to all that and it's like okay if you you cast you don't throw stones in glass houses and i think that's kind of coming around to tony right now with this man like i actually hold on let me pull up the let me pull up the uh the thing because 
this best describes AEW at this current state and time. Maybe Huey said. And then Rick, Rick Flair even said something like, oh, man, there's a, I think it was on like Observer or something. He was like, oh, there's a lot of AEW guy or a lot of WWE guys there. And it's like, Rick, you can't, you're kind of saying the quiet part out loud. Like we're kind of seeing that AEW slowly turn it into like WWE light right now. So, no, uh, this was sent to me and it says, AEW uh, started out as NXT on steroids, became late WCW, and now is creeping into 2010's TNA, which, say what you will, bro. Uh, look, I don't know. I don't I don't know, man. I mean, I, I say my things about AEW, you know, uh, but I, at the end of the day, you want them to win. Ric Flair is a name. He puts eye, he'll put eyes on their product. Put him with a younger talent. Like, have him run around with Max, you know? Like, you know, have the greatest world champion of all time show Max how to be a, a world champion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why not? So now that uh, Rick is kind of officially left WWE for who knows, I, you know, you said multi-year. Um, does this open the door? I know SAG after just kind of came to an agreement. So maybe this person is going to be wrestling anymore. But does that open the door for John Cena to break his record? Because they'd be petty like that, but it, you know, with Triple H in power, he loves Rick. I don't know if he would do something like that. I mean, it's not the it's not the real ones. Who cares? I don't know. Is I forgot. A, to, I forgot to check if they took the woo out of the uh, the the now forever gimmick. Did they do that? Probably I not. I think they did that a while ago. Is that the is that a is that a buy drink or? It is. It's the it's the cherry one. I got the you know the the Costco multi pack. We have the the coconut one. Not a big fan of the coconut flavors. I like the fruity flavors. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. A little fruit of the loom. <laughs> all right. Uh, Love and WWE is coming to Hulu uh, February 4th of next year. That is the uh, reality series starring Bianca Belair and Montez Ford. Uh, apparently, Disney and Hulu are going to become one streaming platform coming up next year, I hear. Yeah, that kind of broke yesterday. Um, Disney, I mean, Disney's owned Hulu for a while, but I guess now they're kind of merging into one big conglomerate, which as somebody who has Disney Plus, but not Hulu, I'm fine with that. I have both. But also, so, I mean, they just raised the price for Disney Plus, so I would assume that they're, they're going to raise it again because now you're getting more stuff that I'm not going to watch. I mean, you never know, bro. You never know. You, you, you never know. I mean, now but, you can just go to uh, Disney, Disney Hulu Plus for... Or is it gonna yeah, be I mean, they have the, what's the name going to be? I mean, they have the, it's probably just going to be Disney Plus because let's be honest, that has the the, the cachet. Um, when, maybe they even fold it into ESPN Plus as well. But, uh, you know, going back to the show, it's fine. You know, they, they don't have Total Divas, Total Bellas anymore. So uh, WWE always likes to kind of have that reality show going. Surprise, uh, we're not we're not getting roads to the top again. You know, we're not getting a spin off of that on uh, on Hulu or on some sort of WWE branded show. I mean, what's it called? Uh, Carmella and Corey Graves had one, but it just aired on the WWE YouTube channel. Shout out Carmella. She had her baby this morning or wow. yesterday. Congratulations. Do we have a name? Uh, it's on Instagram. I don't have my phone on me right now, but uh, let's, I can pull well, it up real quick. Well, now we have to. Now we have to go see because I she posted it or Corey Graves posted it. I think it's one of those like dual, dual posts where they share the share the oh, thing. Okay, we need to we need to start doing that. I, I, I like those. I, I do. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of those. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, running Zoom at the same time trying to not have my old ass computer blow up which dimitri is the is the child's name dimitri paul polinski well 
Uh, congratulations. Shout out Dimitri. Great player in backyard baseball. Underrated. Oh, wow. Eight pounds, 21 inches. Congratulations to 60 hours of labor. Jesus Christ. Congratulations to them. Uh, That is wonderful. You love to see it. Logan Paul calls out Bad Bunny, apparently. Could we get Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship? I mean, that would be like a giant celebrity gimmick match. I mean, I don't know what that does to like the outside world of like what that does. Like, does anybody really care if Bad Bunny and Logan Paul actually have a match? But I mean, people care about their boxing matches. So maybe they kind of get something on that level. Um, that that would be definitely interesting, and it kind of is a nice heel baby face celebrity who, match. That who leads? That's the real question. Because I mean, they've been in there with people who are you know traditional wrestlers and have well, done. Well, I mean, it, it would have times. to be Logan Paul, just because I would say he's kind of the more well rounded. He's done it more, but that also, well, I mean, well, I don't know how well a Spanish is. I would assume they have like a Spanish speaking referee in there. Just the the language barrier might be a little difficult unless they meticulously plan out the entire match that would be that would be something that's that's something wrestling is universal man uh i've been in the ring with r1 he's from france and very very little english but wrestling is universal so you never know you never know hey all, all those all those moves pretty much are all all the same in every language yeah all right uh brian danison calls out okada so wrestle kingdom my birthday okada danielson well, Danielson get yep. hurt again? We out to Tokyo? I don't know about all that. Okay. Look, listen, listen. If there's an all-expenses pay trip, then we out. If New Japan, I mean, if New Japan won't give us, you know, press passes for a San Jose show, we'll accept grace, gracefully uh, press passes to Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, we will. Buy our flights, pay for our hotel, pay for our food. <laughs> we will be there. Yeah, Russell Kingdom looks like it's shaping up. There's going to be a triple threat. What, Moxley, uh, Dave Finley, and uh, who else? And the champion, Will Ospreay. For for uh, for the uh, U.S.-U.K. championship, but then the whoever is like the head of New Japan said they're going to like rebrand it and do some sort of different match. So maybe we're going to get like a New Japan, an IWGP International Championship or something. I don't are know. They, are we just bring back the Intercontinental title and call it a day? Maybe. I'd love for that to happen. But Osprey's contract apparently is up in February. So um, you know, he between he's Seth and Seth he between Seth and Seth Rollins. That's what I hear. He's got a legendary wrestling agent Barry Bloom, so he's uh, gonna try to get that money from whoever's gonna pay him. Could could we be in a situation where WrestleMania forty is Seth Rollins versus Will Osprey? I mean, quite possibly. I mean, now that you know the dust has kind of settled on TKO. Uh, Jay White, unfortunately, I maybe he was, you know, his contract was one year too early slash too late to where he wasn't able to go to WWE. And now Will Ospreay might be uh, might be the the quote unquote lucky one, if you would say. Rumors, lucky are, swirling all, rumors are swirling all around. There's all the CM Punk talk. People are still talking about Rock versus Roman. Could we be in a could we be in an era in a few months where you have a WrestleMania that consists of Will Ospreay versus Seth Rollins, Rock versus Roman, CM Punk in the mix, and Jade Cardgill. This is a crazy time. This is a crazy time in the business. This is a crazy time. I would say the most likely one of those matches is a Jade Cargill match. Then probably Will Ospreay. 
Young William make make the jump. I I just don't see the Rock Roman match happening, and then Punk Punk is kind of like fifty fifty. Look on in a few weeks, we'll we'll find out. In a few weeks, we will find out. All right, let's go to outside of the ring, ladies and gentlemen. Um, dun, 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 or not outside of the ring, fan mail. I'm sorry, people. Uh, and brightest X, the Hall of Famer, Mister X, who day? Will Kyrie join Damage Control uh, or cause its downfall? I think the downfall is coming. It's yeah, it's it was nice when it started. Uh, yeah, it's it's time. Yeah, you know, talked a little bit about it in the recap. But if you haven't, go listen to it after this one. I I, I could see it being kind of like a dissension of her and EO. Maybe not being a full blown tag team because I think they're kind of better apart, but you know, them kind of being together and they break off a of damage control. Uh, which company do you think has the best tag team division right now? Um, uh, I mean, honestly, just kind of the two main ones, WWE, AEW. I don't think their tag division is super strong at the moment, but, um, I mean, there are other companies besides them. I, don't, what's, what's I know, but I'm, I mean, I'm going to be honest right now. I'm not super locked in on a lot of other companies at the moment. Uh, oh my Jesus Christ. I can't even, I've seen clips from this terrible. Looks like their stuff's going. Uh, I mean, impact, you know, they, they've, they've a decent little tag. Oh yeah. I, I'm terrible. I completely, I usually am terrible when people do this, but I completely blanked on who's the AEW tag team champions. It's big bill and Ricky star, Ricky stocks. Um, this goes to my eh. this goes to my point to just throw it on them. I was like, what? I mean, that also it also goes to the fact that I haven't really watched Collision that much because it's on Saturday and you know college football and other stuffs going on. That well, day, you can, so you don't have to watch it on Saturday. You can watch it on. Eh, Sunday, well, Monday. you know, I could, but then it's Sunday and that's NFL. Eh, it's a it's a it's a whole thing. You and the next thing it was what, Monday. Just watch it while you're lying at the bed. Ah, well, I listen to podcasts. Anyway, do you listen to this one? Uh, sometimes. Wow. All right. Uh, with the joyful news that TNA wrestling moniker is returning, there has been suggestions by fans that the six-sided ring could be uh, brought back for a one-off type uh, pay-per-view situation. If so, and uh, where would you like to see it? Uh, I don't know what Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, one of those big shows. I mean, like, you know, uh, the wrestlers have talked about how that, that six-sided ring was terrible to work in and it hurts. For a one-off pay-per-view, maybe they can deal with it. You know, just kind of up the pay, given the the harder the impact of the bumps. I've never been in a six-sided ring, so honestly, I can't tell you how that feels. Um, but if it's a if it's a one-off thing, okay, I'm sh- I'm, I'm I'm sure that'd be fine. You know, just don't have it all the time. Yeah, I think if it has to be like a pay-per-view, maybe lean towards like Slammiversary. Because, you know, Bam Glory is like their big show where there's going to be a lot of blow-offs and things of that nature. and Or maybe even go like on a secondary, like a low-level pay-per-view, like, you know, No Surrender or whatever. Destination X. To kind of entice people. Yeah, Destination X, something like that. So, you know, as you maybe said, the, six-sided maybe, rings. These maybe, wrestlers have, do, you know, done four sides for, forever and then you just throw them into six sides. Like, maybe they do it at Hard to Kill. Maybe, maybe that's how they kick it off. You never know. Yeah, but then if you do it with the first one, then people just expect it to be there all the time. You you and I mean you just put over it's a one time thing. What better way to uh bring back TNA than one night only with the six sided ring? Just do it. Break like... break out of the stops. Bring back Clara Lynch. Whoa, <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a cut. <laughs> that's a that's, a, that's uh, like the last time I was watching it. You know, 
TNA on the regular. So, you know, that that era, the Aces and Eights, Clara Lynch, AJ Styles stuff, that's that's all in my TNA wheelhouse, buddy. Well, when, when, when AJ Styles apparently had a, an affair with Dixie Carter. Yep. Ooh. When Kaz and Daniels was trying to, you know, blackmail him for some reason. Daniels is walking around drinking uh, apple teenies. Great, great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Oh, man. All right. Raw recap. Uh, war games. Or no, war games, as Adam Pierce said it, has officially been announced um, after the main event of Rollins versus uh, Zayn for the World Heavyweight title, uh, which Rollins picked up the victory. We'll talk about the, that match after this. Uh, Pierce Six Broad, uh, Judgment Day came out there. Jay Uso comes to make the save. Then Cody comes to make the save. Uh, Pierce says, Enough, enough, enough. You guys want to play games? You want to play games? All right, we can play games in war games. So traditionally, four on four. I mean, traditionally five on five, I'm sorry. But it's going to be four on four war games. Uh, for now. Co- yeah, for now, for now. Cody finally gets to compete in the match that his father made famous. I know they tried to do their own thing with um, blood and guts over in AEW, but he didn't even get to compete in that. Uh, yeah, so hey, this this is nice. You know, people have wanted it. Here it is. The match beyond is back. Yeah, I, I, you know, the uh, the announcement you know, a little corny with with Adam Pierce, just like you guys want to play games. It's just like kind of really drawn it out. Um, but you know, uh, it's not a bloodline match, so it's you know a little bit different with the uh, uh, Judgment Day involved with kind of the medley of baby faces on the other side. You know, I said for now, I would not be shocked if they add more people to this. I mean, Drew McIntyre had like just a fleeting appearance of him showing a lot of frustration about him losing the title. Maybe he joins up. A lot of rumors in the window, maybe Randy Orton showing up. So maybe you do Drew McIntyre as the, you know, as the fifth guy for Judgment Day. And then you go into it being a mystery. And then, you know, everyone's going to just say CM Punk or Randy Orton as that last person. So maybe you do something like that. Um, but somebody completely different. That, I mean, that would be great, too. It's just it's Otis. Just bring Otis randomly. Not even Chad Gable, but just Otis. Um, it can't be CM Punk. He's under the devil mask. Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, you know, we're kind of getting back to oh, with this at least, we're getting back to kind of the uh, the calendar events, which I'm not like the biggest fan of because it's kind of like you're booking, you know, around that instead of booking towards it. But I think they they've done a good job. Yeah, this one calls for it. I mean, but like, can we get back to can we get at least a traditional Survivor Series match on this thing? I mean, teams of five. I mean, I mean, honestly, like. I mean, I was listening to to a podcast, Rich Fan. Shout out, you met Rich Fan back in Las Vegas. Uh, yes, you know, he was talking about like when's like when's like the last like really great Survivor Series tag team match, and I was like, twenty fourteen. He was saying, I was like, yeah, I, I guess that one. But uh, he was even going farther back at like the Austin Bischoff one. But you know, the, yeah, the Sting return with Ziggler, you know, making the the last gas, I think, is probably like the best one, and that's damn near ten years at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we could do something like we have one with LWO and Lashley and the Prophets because it seems like they're intertwined. But with the War Games, man, I still think you do Rhea kind of in that Roman role of because I know she's going to wrestle Zoe Stark. Spoiler alert, if you didn't know, for the uh, woman's title at a Survivor Series, have her in the chair, have her conducting business. You know what I'm saying? You know, Damien wants to go out. She stops him, sends out JD or something like that. I think I think that could be uh, that could be nice. I mean, you can do something like that, but usually when, you know, they have a wrestler going on before, because I would assume this is going to be the main event, they're not going to do something later in the show, kind of like that. Unless, I mean, unless you just it's the judgment day, they're they're in yeah, but I'm segment. just like, 
unless she just like kind of dispatches of Zoe Star, which I am. I'm not writing out. I, I would not be shocked if that happens. But uh, you, usually she's probably going to be like selling something after the match. Yeah, no, she should be. Right. Um, Seth getting cashed in on after this. Well, I mean, if he, as I said, if he was going to cash in on him in that like kind of run of the mill match at Blood Bunny, I guess he should cash in on him at uh, at War Games. War Games. Uh, should we have had Nick Aldis yell War Games? I mean, he's British. I mean, he is British. Um. He's got kind of like a different because what? Where's where's Nick Aldis from? I I am not well Wales? versed in Wales. In, in no, Brit- no, I'm not, not well versed in, in British Kingston. Uh, Kingston. Kingston. He's from Kingston. That's right. No idea where that is. You know, close to to Blackpool. But what? Why can't William Regal appear on television? Uh, probably because he signed something with Tony Khan, just being like, you can go there, but just you know, don't be on television. Probably. They have to wait out some deal. Okay. Uh, what do you think of Rollins and Zayn for the world title? You know, really saw when a, a long time, uh, you know, ended in a roll up. So, you know, Sammy's not hurt. Um, they might go back to it eventually. But, you know, like I said, with like the Roman and LA Knight thing, I don't think there's like any shame in like losing like a straight up match like that. But, you know, it's two baby faces. They kind of like to fall back on on a roll up type finish. Because, I mean, I don't think they're going they're going to go back to that like anytime soon in terms of, like a full fledged feud. But, you know, that's what they did. I mean, maybe it kind of sets up, you know, the brawl afterwards. So it's not like, you know, Sami Zayn's dead and, you know, they're it, it set up the even four on four fight. And did it did it did. Uh, Zoe Stark becomes the number one contenders. One of what a battle royal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, coming, coming in. Like, no, keep going. Go ahead. Uh, no, you keep going. Oh, Zia Lee attacked Becky Lynch. Oh, yes, she did. So I uh, know Becky, uh, you know, Becky ain't getting a belt back. But uh, Zoe Stark being the number one contender, I like it. You know, it, this match isn't like, you know, built around her. It's not like a, a big deal for the women's division or for um, Rhea Ripley. But it is a test for her. You know, since, you know, departing, breaking up with uh, Trish Stratus, she hasn't really shown much and hasn't really been asked to do much. So. You know, she comes into that match, has a good showing, quick turnaround in like two weeks, so you can't like get too much meat on the bone there. But um, it's going to be a big test for her. I, I kind of think she's just there to to get beat relatively easily, but we'll have to see. Speaking of Trish Stratus, she was at the uh, Iron Claw premiere. Mm. Love to see it. The Miz, number one contender for the IC title. Miz pulling out moves like he's 2015 John Cena. What is this? Well, I mean, just like John Cena, you know, the Miz is breaking out the moves to kind of show that he can wrestle now that he's a baby face. Um, they're they're really going with this. Um, I mean, it didn't really work last time they tried outside of the little feud they had with uh, Shane. But no, wait, no, they tried. They tried twice before the 2014 run. Eh. The one with Shane, that one actually worked. Um, Yeah. So third time's a charm. We'll see. We'll see. Um, similar to Starks, it's just a match for Gunther to win. And I don't think he's going to go too far in the other direction because I would not be shocked if, you know, we're heading to Royal Rumble and the Miz is doing the same, you know, Miz shtick he normally does. He ended up on the crowd. You never know, man. I mean, we tell the story of he's chasing that, uh, the, the, to tie the record. You know, he gets, it's all about records nowadays. You know, Roman with with the records and Gunther, the record and Gunther's been 
champion for what 78 79% of his WWE career. That's crazy. Longest reigning UK champion of all time. That title's gone. So that record's intact. Longest reigning IC champ. He's just breaking all these records. I love it. Well, he's a big boy. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a he's a big boy. AW Yep, that uh, that happened. Uh, you know, last week both me and Philip were, I'd say, rightfully so, very harsh on Dynamite. But I thought this week was a uh, a much better show. It's not saying much better last week. You did. Well, thought... you know what I thought about Dynamite. You know what I thought about Dynamite. What did you think about Dynamite, Philip? Thought there were things that I actually liked. Yep, it was much. It was much much better than last week, mainly because they weren't doing that hokey stuff with the acclaim and MJF. But to speak of MJF, they kicked the show off, you know, doing some some opening promos and Adam Cole FaceTiming, and, and my boy looking like a grizzled young vet out there. He's got the scraggly beard, got some grays in it. Uh, get well soon, Adam. But uh, we get a random AEW title defense between MJF and Dana Garcia. Also just making a complete mockery of the whole thing because MJF, who is the champion, defending the championship, doesn't even have the physical title. But but shout out to as I digress. Um, you know, good match. MJF wins. Kind of going back down the road of is Dana Garcia a sports entertainer or a wrestler? And I think it just kind of reminds us where he was a year ago when they were flirting with that. And he was like not super duper hot, but he was getting some good reaction and people were kind of into him. And now we've gone pat, you know, down this route of him doing his little air hump dance and just com- people have completely cooled down on him. I mean, uh, his dance is still over. Like we, we may be in the building tomorrow night for rampage and collision and, I guarantee however many people are in that building are going to be hitting that thing. Can you hit it? Let me, let me see. Let me see. Can you? No, more of a prince. No, no. Sword when I drive type of guy. All right, let me see. No, no, but hit, hit the Daniel Garcia. There's, it's just it's just me here. Hit the, you got to hit that. Mm-hmm. You got to get getting up on the chair just. Oh, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Put that thing away. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, they're kids. You know, sweat, it's, it, you know it's sweat season. Hey, oh, uh. <clears throat> anyways, good match. Yeah, good match. Uh, trying to think of anything, you know, like the MJF, uh, Jay White thing was kind of just sprinkled throughout the show. I thought Jay White had a really good promo. Uh, I think one of the stupidest things I've ever seen on a television is MJF, you know, cutting a promo and citing his Google trend numbers as a reason why he's a great wrestler. Um, just who gives a crap about that stuff? Also, I don't know if you saw this, but I guess at a house show, Ricochet cut a promo the the same house the same day on that Saturday when Blood Money was going on. He cut a promo talking the crowd. He's like, you know what, guys, I'm not that big of a star, but I'm happy to be here and give you guys a great show or something like that. I'm like, oh, buddy, what are you doing? Don't don't say that. He's a big star. He has Samantha Irvin. He's 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 well. He that's what I'm saying. He said himself he's not that big of a star compared to the other guys over in Saudi Arabia. I'm like. What are you saying, buddy? Ricochet, you went to Saudi Arabia and lost to Brock Lesnar, brother. You're a star, right? Um, Swerve and Penta, this was good. This was very good. Yeah, just really saw the match. Once again, Penta losing, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but I've I've come to grips a while ago that a Penta is not going to be the uh, top-tier main event level guy that I think he can be. He lost his aura, man. I mean, there was... There was this the way he used to walk out to the ring, man. Like w- watching those old uh, impacts, and and you know even out here when he'd come to APW and wrestled Cody Rhodes and guys like that. Like it was just this aura he had about him when he would come to the ring, man. 
you know, it's kind of lost. I mean, it's still kind of there when him and Phoenix are in like a big tag match, but when it's just him in a singles match, especially like kind of this type of match, just thrown together on a dynamite and, you know, it, it sucks, but uh, it's kind of where we are right now. Then after the match, they made a big deal that Hangman was banned for ringside during the match. And then once the match ends, then Hangman attacks Swerve with a chair. And once again, poor Hangman cannot catch a break because they're doing an angle with Swerve in the Pacific Northwest in Portland. So Hangman is just wailing on uh, Swerve after he broke into his house and talked to his infant child and the crowd is booing Hangman. Hey, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Um, speaking of Hangman, Hangman's friends, at least I think they're friends. Uh, the Young Bucks, they interrupt a uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho promo, you know, hyping up their street fight they're going to have next week, which uh, that's just kind of happening. I mean, they kind of plugged it a little bit with kind of like a a cool little, you know, integration with a wrestling or a, some sort of pay, uh, video game that they're releasing or something like that. But uh we're going to be getting Kenny Omega and uh, Chris Jericho gets the Young Bucks at full gear. So kind of a strange match. Yeah, kind of like a, a strange dream match of sorts. Uh, Young Bucks definitely are kind of on the verge of turning heel. Uh, but once again, it's in L.A. Pay-per-view crowd. I don't know what, what kind of traveling crowd AEW is going to be getting for, for pay-per-views that much anymore. Especially We're going to get people all the way from Pasadena. Yeah, it may be one from San Lorenzo, but we'll have to wait and see about that. Um. Yeah, it's kind of strange, but uh, well, I mean, if honestly, if Chris Jericho wasn't in this match, I think it'd be a really good match. I don't know what Jericho's uh, physical, you know, what his physical capabilities are at this point to kind of keep up with the Bucks. Still do a lion salt. He's fine. It's yeah, you know, they'll 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 work around him. It's not going to be super crazy like the Hangman Kenny matches, but uh, it'll probably be good. Uh, Then, uh. What uh, we got Samoa Joe defending his ROH title against Keith Lee after 500 plus days. This was good. Haven't defended, haven't defended it on ROH television since like June or something. Uh, Samoa Joe gets on the mic and is like, uh, yeah, I don't need this anymore. I'm done. I really shit. Uh, MJF, I'm coming for that ass. Yep. I mean, Samoa Joe, longest reigning uh, television champion of all time in Ring of Honor, defeats Keith Lee. I thought this was good. And hey, he said, enough is enough. I came here to be the AEW champion, not the ROH TV champion. I'm coming for you, Maxwell. Yeah. I know there are like some people that are kind of angry at this, but I mean, you, you you know me. I'm just like, I'm done with ROH. So any which way to kind of get ROH off of AEW television, I'm all for, to be honest. So. Yeah. Well, you didn't talk about Red Velvet and Julia Hart. Brother, why isn't that on the script? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm sorry I missed out the uh, obligatory uh, hour twenty five spot of the uh, the women's match, but yes, Julie Hart beats Red Velvet. Red Velvet returns, the, I guess. What, I with the moon salt, with the moon salt. Shout out. Uh, we also had a, a black and white contract signing backstage with a timeless Tony Storm and uh, Hikaru Shida. Uh, the only um, timeless person I know is Levi Shapiro. Staying in the women's division, oh, what the hell's her, her name? Uh, Maddie May or something. She uh, signed with yes, AEW and they're and they're doing some sort of like super fangirl angle, possibly with Tony Storm. So, I mean, adding her into the Tony Storm universe could be could be interesting. So uh, stay on the lookout for that. Uh, then 
Main event time, Jay White takes on Mark Briscoe. And uh, I thought uh, this was the issue with kind of the two bookend matches of they kind of had their spots on the line for full gear. And we know they're not going to change the full gear main event to Daniel Garcia versus Mark well, maybe, Briscoe. Maybe they should have swerved us and did it. Or, you you know, you can just not have those stipulations on or have like a different stipulation to where or swerve us know, and it, do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe it should. There's have too Mark many. Briscoe. There's too many swerves, bro. Maybe it should have been Mark Briscoe versus MJF. Just saying. I mean, I thought Mark Briscoe cut a good promo, you know, in uh, during the show. I mean, it was just straightforward saying he's known Jay White since he was a boy when he was on his excursion. And he's going to he's going to beat his ass and take that title from him or, you know, take the championship. Uh, can't say championship opportunity because that's WWE Colts speak championship title match title match, whatever. Who cares? But. Who cares? Jay White wins anyways. Um, then we cut a promo between him and MJF, blah, blah, blah. And then the uh, final scene, we get the uh, the devil's goons uh, attacking the acclaim, throws Anthony Bowens through some sugar glass. And then we get the devil mask pop in and out and uh, MJF runs to help. And Samoa Joe just slaps in his face like, oh, well, if you had some protection, maybe this wouldn't have happened. So, yeah, there, there it is. I also didn't put it on the sheet. Gu- gu- uh, Ass Boys, Gun Boys, they had a squash match with the Bollywood Brothers. Uh, I thought they they looked fantastic. It was just like a literally they hit their finishing move. That was it. And they cut a promo afterwards. I thought they looked great. I- I'm big fans of the Gun Boys right now. The Ass Boys? Ass Boys, Gun Brothers, oh, Austin and Colton. Um, uh, No. I love Gizmo. I love Uno. No, really? No. And this is karaoke night. Wow. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for us. Uh we got through everything in a nice amount of time. That's what I that's what I like, man. That's that's really what I like. You know. Um moving on from that, da 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 da. A lot of stuff going on in the bay this weekend, uh, or a lot of things Oasis related going on in the Bay this weekend. Pull up Oasis Pro Year One Gilman Brewery this Saturday, uh, 6 p.m. Uh, meet and greets at 5:30. Doors for the show is at six. Meet and greets at 5:30. On uh, part of the meet and greet, you know, come see a lot of your favorite Oasis talents. Jordan Blue will be at the meet and greet. Uh, we got Victor Von Richter versus Cliff Hendricks, Beatrice Domino versus La Bruja, Abigail Warren, uh, Parisi versus Jay Boozy. The King of New York is coming back. You have a pure rules match, uh, Alonzo Alvarez versus Loverboy Leo. You also have uh, Los Ricos going up against South Pacific Savages and probably the most Bay Area NorCal match of all time, Jacob Fatu versus Levi Shapiro versus Dark Sheik versus Starboy Charlie. But before that, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., 12.75 at the Oasis Pro Dojo. Entry fee is $50 for the Oasis Pro, Pro tryout. If you've ever had a dream of being a pro wrestler, manager, referee, commentator, come pull up. Uh, Start, start, man. Make the dream into reality. Manifest it. Um, Brandon, we won't see you there. I don't know. You might not see me there. Maybe somebody else would be there. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll get a little scholarship ski and uh, catapult themselves in a superstardom. Oh, who, who, who is this? Do you, do you, do you, do you, have, do you have a source? Uh, the um, Tyler Gunderson. Who's that? You have to wait and see. Okay, all right. Also, Oasis Pro, uh, Eli's Mile High Club, uh, Sunday. Um, I'm not sure of the time. Look, 
Keep out for my social media and uh, Oasis' is social media. We're doing another yeah, bar brawl. Uh, the bullet cast. The bullet cast now. Fearless. The bullet cast now. Fearless. Elite podcast. No, we are. Elite podcast. No, we are. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.